Welcome to Below the 49th, the perspective on my neighbor to the south, Below the 49th. I'm Michael A. Sherbone. Today's title, Are You What You Watch? Uh, is the news you watch indicative of your political affiliation? Many viewers remain loyal to that preferred nightly newscast as their truth in reporting. So what does that loyalty say about the news you digest and who you are? Is it that you like the person reporting on camera, the nature of the broadcast, the content, or the format, or where it's always ending on a very happy story at the end of the broadcast? Or is it that you just trust the reporting? The reality is that news agencies are inherently biased. There's a subliminal filter that focuses on stories they determine as relevant to you and what they determine you want to see. During the 2020 election, it was evident that several issues relating to one of the two American political parties was being either reported ferociously or on the other networks, a non-story forgotten. Totally. Not even in the nightly lineup. So I won't bore you with the actual statistical numbers derived from third-party evaluators of specific airtime that networks dedicate to a particular story of a political nature. But every time these figures come out, I mean, it's truly shocking as to the disparity from one network to another. So depending on where you get your news from, online, cable, or over-the-air networks, you either were aware of a particular story or you had no idea. So. Is this really freedom of the press? I mean, do you, do you really feel that it's good to be radically filtered? So the term breaking news, I mean, it's so overused. I mean, it's not breaking news reporting anymore. It's called news is broken. As the topic of big tech censoring, deplatforming, and choosing who you can see, the books you can buy, and the opinions you can hear is in the forefront of controversy, Consider those same limiting socialist assumptions as true and existing in conventional news today. Consider the cable cutters. You know that generation, those millenniums who don't read a paper or watch TV news? They get their news from the internet. How are their minds and their perspectives being shaped? You know, this is dangerous time if you consider that our rights to make up our minds on a topic or issue is being heavily influenced. It's being influenced to the extent that perception, marketing, and the addictive sugar, if you wish, of what you want to hear and what you want to see is delivered to you like an addict. For example, one of the most glaring was a Hunter Biden laptop story. It was carried in abundance on one cable news service and basically non-existent on all the others. Regardless of your political allegiances, the reality was it was a story that was real and should have been reported, but it wasn't. It wasn't because for some, based on a political bias, the story did not lend any positive perspective to a particular political doctrine. You know, that's the thought police at work. So, so why then is news now becoming a political football? How come? It wasn't the journalist's golden rule, you know, to gather, assess, verify, create, and present the news and information without a bias or a slant? Those assumptions are not in place in today's media. History illustrates that truly democratic free societies have lots of news, good, bad, and that partisan politics is left more to opinionators and commentary and not to be confused with hard news. Blatant filtered news is the likes of Russia, Pravda, and the new Chinese news agency, Xinhua. 
you know, we outside of those countries, we assume that that bias is rampant in the reporting. It's a given, right? Those organizations would never report on dissent or anything negative about the government. China to this day denies free access of their citizens to all the internet, just some of it. Because the world news is dangerous. Oh yeah, as it does not ascribe to the government doctrine. There's that word doctrine again. But we don't have that same skepticism. You know, we don't, we're not skeptical about North American news agencies. Our thought police are quietly at work selectively reporting news that they think we should or should not hear. In 2021, the line of separation from selective news reporting and the purposeful neglect of stories based on political bias is not a gray area anymore. Baby, it's a big gaping abyss. So are you what you watch? If you watch MSNBC or PBS or, or listen to NPR, are you a tree-hugging progressive leftist? Maybe. If you watch Fox or listen to the late Rush Limbaugh, are you a right-wing extremist? Maybe. No. No to both. They're ridiculous assumptions. But both of those radical descriptions have been voiced in today's media. The extension of that is that people assume who you listen to or who you watch is exclusively who you are and the way you think. So when I watch Joy Reid on MSNBC, it's not because I agree with her or her position, I respect her, but it's because I need perspective. If I only watched Hannity, generally, I would again only get maybe one perspective of an issue. Now both are on cable news, which does have some grace from regular convention news, because as cable news, they're forced to dissect and you know, go into the minutia and cultivate a willing audience on a 24-hour news wheel. As a value-informed friend says to me, I get that, I get that, he keeps telling me, I get that. But if you only watch cable news, do you really have a fair appraisal of unadulterated news reporting? Well, the answer to that, I believe, is no, you don't. And today, many people have no perspective as they only watch what they like to hear. That's dangerous. And today, it's mandatory for a person to have to get some context and exposure to get the really full breaking news story and get all of them. You gotta watch all kinds of TV. I mean, that is if you care about having an informed opinion. Kind of sad if you think, right? Uh, because we as viewers are distilled down to a ratings number and a slice of that predicted political thought. When you watch an entertainment show on, uh, on new movies or, or TV series, you, you want an opinion by a reviewer. You're, you're asking for that. If you trust their appraisal of past movies, their recommendation can motivate you to go and see the flick or not, your past. Powerful if you're in the movie business. Well, the same quiet power exists in news, except it's not meant to be obvious. It's in the background, silently. When I watch American Idol and Survival, I have no aspirations to sing. And camping, well, I was a cub master for many years, been that and done that. Admittedly, I seriously tear up when I see American Idols auditioning. They're putting their dreams on the line and getting a break. Or when survivors, when they meet their families on the island after those days in isolation, I tear up. I, I, good, my wife is going, you crying watching Survivor? You're ridiculous. I can't help it. it it's emotional. I feel for them. But that doesn't make me a closet karaoke fan or a guy who would never go camping again or, or weak or soft because I watch those programs and I tear up. 
You know, I completely identify with former speaker John Boehner. He just has a new book out. I recommend it. Who was ridiculed for tearing up at times of emotional topics where, where his emotions resulted so much that his tears kept streaming down his cheeks. I mean, the poor guy was mocked. John, I feel for you, brother. So perception is not always reality. <laughs> Do you think? We, the viewing public, need a clean, unbiased news broadcast that just reports the facts without a particular take or an assumption of our views. Deliver the top stories and allow me and you, if you wish to delve deeper into the story, to validate our assumptions. Don't give me what I want to think or what I wish or what I want to hear. So it's my sincere hope that this topic will motivate you to leave a comment and react to this topic, what do you think? That is, of course, if Facebook allows me to post it to my friends below the 49th. Ironic and scary at the same time if you think of what I just said. Ooh, yeah. Okay, finally, please click and share. And if you do so, kindly subscribe. And if you have a comment, I try to answer everyone, as you can see on my website. I thank you for those considerations. And until next time, God bless. And please stay safe. I'm Michael A. Charbon for Below the 49th.